The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helly, and I'm setting up for a flaming disaster today. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. G'day, Paul. Hello, 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 hello. And yeah, and you are preparing for, uh, uh, what is it again? The, the, yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, I am yes, preparing for a Passover Seder. Um, mm. I told you to put them in the pan and leave them. The uh, so essentially happy Passover to everyone out there. Uh huh. Yeah. Happy that. Yeah. Ha- happy. So, so happy Passover to everyone, and then we have Easter. Happy Easter. So um, the, the people who would have had today off, anyways. Happy have Passover. today off for sure. Yeah, have today off for sure. Um, actually, half the people I work with are Jewish, and nobody ever takes it off. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, th- I think that makes a difference. The biggest thing, so everyone's looking for a sense of normalcy. We started this 24-hour live stream thing we're doing from home. And all it is is watching Kimberly fold laundry, watching me cook dinner, sitting down with us to eat dinner. And it's really, really uh, popular with uh, older people who are home alone. They like just having someone in the house with them. And so Uh, we've had about... uh, We've there had about few, 30. Oh my hmm? God. There was a few years ago they released, uh, I, if anybody, you know, if you ever listen to the show, everybody knows that I'm a huge fan of Monty Python. And they, uh, on the Meaning of Life DVD, and you kind of forget that this happens, uh, there was a commentary track for The Lonely. And it just made it, it didn't talk about the movie at all, it just made it feel like there was somebody else in the room. So occasionally there's somebody like shuffle around yeah. urban fart. So yeah. So yeah, that's this is kinda that and now it kinda makes sense. Yeah, I get it. It's, yeah, you know, it's otherwise sort of, <laughs> it's, it's otherwise it looks like you're about to hit Alexa with the uh with a, that's a knife in your hand. That I yeah, guess. that was a knife. I was like, I'm ready to go kill Alexis. Um but essentially don't clink Kimberly. So essentially we are <laughs> so if anyone hearing the noise we're setting up for a Passover Seder. Uh, we got contacted because we've been doing this live stream. Um, there are a couple of things we've been doing. What usually follows this kind of pandemic is a depression. It happened in the 20s. Entertainment is usually okay. So I've been trying to help out friends of mine get um, their, you know, the government supplements because we're good at paperwork. And for anyone that's alone, we've put together this 24-7 live stream. And the point of it is, if they're alone at home, it's a sense of normalcy. It's not the Cardassians. Alexis, you drop one more goddamn thing, I'm going to murder you. Um, it's, it's, it's not the Cardassians. It's just a sense of normalcy. It's a normal house with normal people doing normal things. Well, we got contacted uh, by a nursing home in New York who had asked if... Uh, 
because I'd mentioned we were going to do a Passover Seder so my mum could join us. And they asked if we minded their, you know, their uh, residents watching. And I said it wasn't a problem. And I said, you know, there are a lot of really good Seders, like the chick from the Big Bang Theory is doing one. I know a lot uh. of rabbis, a lot of rabbis are streaming them. And he said, no, no, no. Um, you're about the age of their grandchildren. And the granddaughters are now having children and doing their first Seders. And they mm. want to watch something normal. They want to uh. see someone burn the brisket. I was like, yeah. so they want to watch it because I'm going to screw apparently it up. They, apparently their children no longer listen to them when they're being told they're doing something wrong. Pretty so much. They, they want another they want another grandchild so that they can basically say, hey. Tell me I'm doing it wrong. Yeah. You were well, doing this wrong. <laughs> this is how you're supposed to do it. I, mean, well, I know a little, little bit about Jewish cooking. <laughs> kind, of, kind of. You know? it's, yeah, I'm, I'm bad at it. So, um, kind of. It's just they want something normal. And I, then... made a, I can make a mean latke for crying out loud. Really? I, I, I have one Jewish cookbook, and it's, it was. <laughs> I have a collection of cookbooks by generally by people that you wouldn't think would write a cookbook. And, I like that. Uh, Jew, I have like the Regis and Kathy Lee book. I have David Letterman's, Jeff Foxworthy's. You know, it all fits. But uh, I have one by Mandy Patinkin's grandmother. Oh, cool! And it's freaking fantastic. I'll have to try that. Old, she's old school. I have no See, idea where you find it. One of the reasons that I can collect these things is that you can pick them up for about a dollar at a <laughs> yard sale. So I like that. You know, yeah, all you really need is the Betty Crocker book. Oh, it's yeah, moving on, and then and everything else there. Why, you know, unless you want to get in some sort of specialty, so which I inadvertently did with the Jewish cooking and the Mandy Patinkin grandmother book. But yeah, yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, so we're live streaming it. We're doing it on Facebook. We're doing it on YouTube, and we've had about thirty-five thousand clicks. Well, after I talked to the nursing home in New York, um, I got contacted by a place in Boston who was looking to watch a Good Friday dinner. Um, which, which, you know, which is essentially Passover Seder, the last supper, Jesus' mm. last supper was, was Passover. So they contacted and they wanted to watch and wanted to know if it was okay. And I said, yes, of course. And then I pointed out there were people doing it better. And essentially they want to watch me screw it up as well. Is it more so, than, well, <laughs> I, is it, is it more than Mad Dog 2020 and Ritz crackers? I mean, I don't know. It's, no, no, no. You could do it with Mad Dog and Ritz. Um, uh -huh. but, but I have. <laughs> you have it. It's like, that is going to be Paul Seder. So um, that's kind of, yeah. So I, ha I got contacted by the Jewish community and the Catholic community because they both think I'm going to screw it up. And they're probably right, um, which is fine. That's kind of my community. My mom's Jewish. My dad's Catholic. Okay, so okay. What, what is the, the dish that you're the most worried about? Because I can actually, you know, I'm actually, look. I have a it's not the cooking. It's the actual yeah. Seder that frightens oh. me. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's doing I the action. But I don't know the I don't know the the pomp and circumstance or the ceremonial thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, well, I can't. I, I printed off the Haggadah. I mean, we don't even have yarmulkes. The, the little Jew hat, the little Jewish hats. We don't even have yarmulkes. We wow. have my my mom has the yarmulkes. She has the Haggadah, which is the book that you're supposed to read from. So my oh. mom has all of that. Uh -huh. So uh, I'm printing it offline. I told I my brother to wear a really baseball cap. About I can make an easy joke about how. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a coupon for that. But you know, I'm just saying. All right. Corner, Paul. Go to the corner. 
<laughs> you get letters. You get, it's tweets nowadays, and you get lots of them. <laughs> the, uh, but it is. It's really. I'm really excited just because I like. I, I like to help, and don't tell anyone that because that's not like the Hollywood way. But I do like to help, and I like being company for anyone that's lonely and. You know, we've been doing paperwork and giving away money and doing all kinds of uh, weird stuff. So when they asked to do this, I was like, sure, you can watch me make an ass of myself on television. Why not? Mm. Wouldn't be yeah, the first I've just, time. I've just taken it upon myself by giving uh, to seeing how many people I can get to click on a fake link, uh, The Okay, you have got to tell me about this topless treadmills thing. It doesn't exist. It's not there. But yeah, it's it's not there. Somebody asked me, you know, they needed a like creative pick in the ass, and they asked me what I was doing, and I told them I was on my thirty fifth hour of watching of being logged on to www.toplesstreadmills.com. Uh, I can no longer feel the right side of my face, and uh, for some reason I can't taste vanilla, but everything seems to be okay. Uh, what? what? <laughs> and forks. It doesn't exist, but it's like the it's like the circle game or the major look. You know, type game because I can. And I don't know for a fact, but I think I made at least five people click on it because it's weird. Oh, I like that. See, as soon you as you w said w it, w. I was gonna yeah. go click on it. Right. No. Yeah. Oh, over here. Uh, hmm? You don't have to. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. It doesn't. It, exist. it doesn't exist. Okay. Smaller container. It should. That's Small a that's a twenty-four dollar idea right there. I tell you. Yeah. I tell you what. There you go. It, it would. It would make money. Alexis, you need to move YouTube. So we also screwed up the cameras. That was number two. Alexis bought security cameras, not webcams. So we are actually streaming directly off the computer to uh, YouTube and off a phone to Facebook. So this is definitely a rinky-dink operation. I thought you can use those security cameras for that. You could use security cams, but you have to have oh, no uh, somewhere to back it up to. No, 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 there's sound. You have to have okay. somewhere to back it up to, and then you have to upload the footage rather than direct stream. Huh. Um, security cams would have been easier because it just would have been, um, us, you know, it, it moves, it follows you, but we're going to have to use webcam, yeah, webcams. Yeah. Well, we bought some, Alexis bought some, make sure it says the kitchen. Alexis bought some and that's what happened. Littlest forks put six of them in there. Yeah. That's and right. I challenge the filmmakers all there trying to make a short film or, or, or even a feature length film out of movies that are entirely... Uh, uh, filmed off the ring camera on the doorbell. Oh, that would be awesome. Okay, guys, whoever comes up with the best version, I want to see that. And I promise you, if you come up with the best of that, I could get you distribution. You have no idea how desperate for content we are. Yeah, I know I have a friend who's doing uh, uh, Life in the That's Love is Love in the Time of Cholera. No, it's Love in the Time of Coronavirus. So, yeah. Basically, just finding ways to date while being sequestered. Yep, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, mm. pretty much. Yeah, Kimmy, move the laundry. Um, and that's—I don't think anyone is dating because it is. It's like, have you been tested for STDs and coronavirus? I mean, how do you do this? Yes, I prefer women with curable diseases. Uh, exactly. But, you know, that's just me. Because we do live in L. Because I do live in L. A. Mm. 
Well, that, that's it. you got to ha- assume things. Like once upon a time, you're like, do you have HIV? And now you're like, dude, have you been checked for corona? Like Alexis started freaking out about dating because most of the guys she knows, I have not been checked for corona. Uh, so her dating life has died. Poor Alexis. I knew her well. That was my dating life. What dating life? Didn't she get somebody tied up in a room back there or something? She did have someone tied up a while ago. She hasn't been able to bring anyone in since coronavirus. And Uh. I sort of think it serves her right. I have to tell you guys, uh, my my badass assistant sat down for 45 minutes and cried. Tilt it down so light's not in it. Why? Because the guy chewed through the restraints? No, it wasn't because the guy chewed through the restraints. It's because she can't have anyone in restraints. You probably could, but I mean, it's like, I don't know. How do we check these days? So uh, I have heard that this is going to be like, if we're going to have a worse week, it's this week right here. And this week, the numbers are actually looking pretty good. They're looking better. Yeah. I kind of like how Cuomo's handled things. Mm. Just a little bit. Yeah, and not afraid to show off his nipple rings either. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, a collared shirt, dude. Seriously, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I that doesn't exactly give me the warm. And, I really I already don't like a lot about him, but nipple rings, barbells, in a shirt. Yes, no you know idea. What? It's band aids. I'll tell you a trick. We ladies have been using forever band-aids over the nipples. That's what we do on carpets. Uh, Alexis wants to use it to duct tape. I'll tell you that story after the break. No, I, I, yeah, I can't. <laughs> you can imagine. <laughs> there was some uh, well, involved. Well, I have been on the internet, you know. So <laughs> I, I did see, a, I remember a long time ago, somebody says, how to make a push-up bra out of duct tape. And just, <gasps> Buffalo, won't, 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 and you're, you're where they are. Uh, what happened? Are you guys throwing dishes at one another? No, I'm just listening to a Lex. They made a, uh, she's a, this is a one time she's not listening to the show. She actually produces the show, guys. Uh, Paul's talking about someone making a, a uh, bra out of duct tape. Tell them your story about the uh, duct tape to try and cover your nipples. Her nipples Me? got a free wax. No, Lex's nipples got a free wax. <laughs> Yes, she was that, pissed. That, that will do that. Yeah, that that uh, and you know, in a pinch, I'm sure it can be used as a bikini wax. But ouch. I wouldn't try it. I really, really wouldn't try it, guys. We are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be talking a little bit more about this. We have a very, very special guest today. We have a guest editor <coughs> on today because you are at home, and I'm getting a bunch of questions about editing shit, and I don't know how to do that. So I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Motto, Paul Michael Bolland, and we'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and I am having a total meltdown and being laughed at by my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. So I, it's more of a more of a laughing with you, right? You are not. La- right? I'm not laughing. <laughs> um, I do want to give a quick shout out to Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon. Um, thank you for always making me red carpet ready. I know you can't right now, and I'm straightening my own hair, so I look like a dyed out hippie. Offered rentals in Palm Springs, California. Yeah, they always cool. give us giveaways, and uh, they're doing a an offer. So the first five riders to book when we come back get a free ride. Um, for when we are off quarantine, first five riders. True Rest, Sedona, and Las Vegas, giving away floats as soon as we're off quarantine. And a special thank you to Scott Haskin. Thank you for that beautiful music. Um, I know I have to thank somebody for some dolls clothes, but I don't remember what that is right now. Lex will have to tell me. She'll text me. So, yeah, this is – I'm losing my mind, Paul. Just the lid. Sorry, I've got to find off a cough. And I don't then, have a cough. Uh, we got to roast it. So put it on a tinfoil. Pardon? Yeah, I, swear, I, swear, I, had, I had to cough there for a second. And I swear, I, so far, I'm not showing any it. signs of, uh, of symptoms or anything like that. You swear. Okay, you, so, Paul, you can still hear you when you whisper, by the way. Oh, you can still hear us. Lex, put, yeah. it on. Lex, oh, yeah. put the picture back up. Stop smashing my kitchen. She can't cook, and she's in my kitchen, Paul. You keep, but you keep telling her to do things. I know we're out of time. It's sending mixed messages. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm mixed messages. <laughs> Speaking of mixed messages and Alexis's dating life. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, we do have a very Alexis. One more thing. Drop one more goddamn thing. So all that smashing you are hearing in the background. This is what happens when we are not allowed to leave the house. Everything is a disaster. Mm. Uh, okay. Lex, stop dropping things. And no, not everything is a disaster. Just, ooh, 
supposed to be be happy. You're gonna have you're gonna have Passover say say Satter I don't know Seder uh, with with a you know a bunch of people. There you go. There you go. You don't even have to leave the house. You know, it's an introverted wet dream. You know, and me, well, I'm kind of a dick as it is, so I don't I don't really have that. This this really isn't that much difference in my normal life. See, the problem is, Paul. I like leaving the house, um, and more than that, why? Uh, if the car's because- parked. Why move it? You know, I mean, well, hear me out because then my mother takes care of Passover Seder and I don't screw everything up. Then my mother takes care of Easter brunch and I don't screw everything up. It's fine. You'll be fine. You know, I know. I know enough about Jewish cooking. It's 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 not the cooking that scares me, it's the, you know, well. What's a nice way of saying, um, I'm cooking it. no, I'm telling you what to do. You're fine. What scares me the most, I think is, uh, the Haggadah. Yeah. Okay. I get, I get, I, I don't know. What is, is, is that a dessert item? I'm not sure. Uh, so the Haggadah is the book that you read when you, uh, do Passover, you read through it and it tells you like the four questions which are essentially like four really stupid children asking what the Seder is about. Well, I got online looking out for a Haggadah that was meant for children, like four to eight. I figured my brother and I could handle that. Um, unfortunately, they're written so there's still expectations of the parents. It's not like the Seder is meant to be run by the four to eight-year-olds. Uh, there's got to be a coloring book out there uh, <laughs> online someplace. That, oh, I found, I did, if, if you guys are watching my live stream, you can find the live stream on Behind the Scenes, uh, Tune in BTS, by the way, or on YouTube. And we do literally our Seder Plate diagrams are a child's coloring book. Oh, no, that's good. See, you know, it, it's, it's there, right? You got it. Yeah, you'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be oh, fine. goody. <laughs> like, I'm, I know what I'm going to screw things up, Paul. No. Uh, is fine. your mom going to watch this? Is your mom yeah. going to watch this? Uh, oh, watching. So there's, so there's that. Uh, like it's one thing. Like I was cool with it. I was like, okay. So the retirement people in New York kind of want to see someone screw something up. I'm good with it. Like I don't mind them judging me. Right. Um, especially because they're calling. Never let you forget it. Yeah. Okay. Might. Yeah. What are you talking about? She will never let me forget screwing this up. <laughs> I, I didn't want to say anything, but you know, all right. There you go. Oh, uh, if you have a Jewish mother, you mom. understand. No, but I've been told I have like a, a, a I think I got that, you know, not, no Jewishness, but I got all the guilt. There's that. Oh, see, then you get it without the lotkas. That's worse. I know. Yeah. And I actually make a pretty good lotka. Mm. You, you yeah. get it without the lotkas. So the most popular show right now is Some Good News, which is essentially um, just people talking about good news. So a lot of people... And it's Garden Shed or something like that? Yeah, it's just him hanging out, talking about good things going on in the world. And uh, the most popular things that happen when the world is going to hell is usually... Uh, the most popular things that happen when the world goes to hell are people look for good things. 
which is why we have so many people yeah. uh, tuning in to watch, you know, Kimberly Fold Laundry or Alexis Make Breakfast. Right. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> Uh, and it's th- it's sad that it has to come to this. Like they're they're the, the the more popular programs are the you know the the most saccharine television shows these days. And of course, you look at the news; it's all doom and gloom. But yeah, that's why. Was here and there, yeah. But that's it. That's the worst the news is. I make sure that every time I watch it, good. Yeah, I have a ratio, and I've had this for years. If I watch three politically oriented. I have to watch two cat videos when I'm done, okay? Because it's what the internet is for. Are you uh, politics and cat videos? Important. I completely That's agree. It. In fact, you, there might be a Seder porn. I guarantee you there is Seder porn. What, what's that, that, Rule 34? Is it Rule 34? That yeah, says, Rule 34. Um, uh-huh. There's porn of it. If, if, if something exists, there's porn of it. Inanimate objects, there's porn of it. I made the mistake of searching butternut squash once. There is actually butternut squash porn. Yes. Ooh. Kimmy, honey, we're going to have a conversation, so step out the room. Go take a box. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sitting there. I like, hope I'm not on speed. Yeah, I you, no, 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 you, you, you are not. You are in my ear as I wander around the house. Uh, I would warn mm. you, Kimberly adores you. I wouldn't want to change that. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be a fucking train wreck. I'd like to remind everyone, every time we swear, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and Free MMA. So, remember, here on Behind the Scenes, we swear because we care. She don't roll your eyes, Alexis. <laughs> she's she's sitting here rolling her eyes. She has to count I, how many times we swear, and she just wants to murder police. Yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to watch the light screen, and my computer froze up, so I did. So I didn't get to see her just roll her <laughs> eyes and sharpen a knife. You did. You know? It was the, the the look once I said it was. She just started rolling her eyes. Fair enough. I'm, I'm just here to help, and and you know, help children. It is. It's. It's hard, but I think right now they said the uh, the one thing I think that's scary. I don't really like to talk about the bad stuff now because there's enough bad stuff. But I think people still need to be informed. They said the one bad thing. It looks like um, in New York, uh, the death toll, the home death toll, has gone from about 25 people per day to over 200. And they said that those people are not being counted as corona uh, corona cases. Um, so he's now asking that because that's gone up so much that those people be checked. Um, yeah, it makes sense. But I've also seen stuff where they stop, uh, counting like all other deaths and say the recorded death thing. So I, those, I'm sure those numbers are much lower, you know, it's much, well, they're saying, uh, not saying don't, I'm not telling anybody to not do what we've been doing. Yeah, here's here's a good way of saying it. Even if it's lower, if three, if you have a box of 100 Skittles and three are poisonous, are you going to eat the damn Skittles? Be aware, three may not sound like a lot, but it's a lot. I don't think they're saying now it may be as high as seven uh, in New York because of that change in death toll. But they're also saying that the deaths that that are coming from coronavirus 
um, are people having heart attacks and not wanting to go to hospitals. So it's causing more problems. I think it was either CBS or NBC. uh, They think that, well, they put it like they broke a story that mass graves being uh, dug in New York. And it's literally Potter's Field, uh, which uh, that's basically a term for unclaimed bodies. Like uh, if a homeless person passes away or person passes away, they have no next of kin and no way to identify the body. Eventually, so they gotta it, it is it is technically ground. it is technically a mass grave, but we are right, not talking right, Holocaust. They do that twice a month. Of course they do. It's yeah. course has gone up during the pandemic. The big problem yeah. with it. Um, we've we've always done it, and mass grave. It's not like we're talking. Ho- we're not talking about something where they're dumping bodies in. People are in no. boxes. And it's, yeah. Yes, it and may be more than be about ten. Yeah, it, it's we're not talking about like piles of bodies here, people. But I will say um, they're saying now that people they're burying because they're trying to get rid of people that have died possibly from corona. Families are now coming forward looking for them because they haven't had much contact. And turns out, you know, they've been buried somewhere. Ah, well, there's normally a... Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, what, I don't get... I, I, I get that people, that families and distances is distancing apart, but, you know, everybody, you got to put, like, a call a case of emergency card in your wallet or on your refrigerator. So. Right, like, people are, people are... It's happening, and then people are like, well, we don't know who to call... They've ended up in uh, the term we use in Australia is a pauper's grave, but yeah, they've ended up in pauper's graves. Yeah, yeah, we call it Potter's Field. Yeah. And then the and then the family comes looking for them, and everyone's like, "Um, funny story. Uh, we already took care of it for you." Yeah, well, in Nobody LA, they cre- hear that. In in LA, they cremate the bodies if they can't, you know. Yeah, and they cremate them and sprinkle them over. Um, uh, no, Potter's Field. Potter's Field. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's uh, through, in a graveyard, so it's... Yeah, I went through this with a roommate, and we couldn't find any next again. And, and they uh, they held on to his body and for, th- for three months, and then at the end of it, they cremated him, which is what he wanted anyways. That was, uh, yeah. So the essentially um, what they do in Australia, same thing. They cremate you, they take you to consecrated ground, and you're sprinkled into the graveyard. That's great. That is, Consecrated is, it means blessed ground. Blessed oh, blessed well, I thought that was like the, opposite, the exact opposite of that. Okay. No, okay. consecrated no, no, no. is blessed. Okay. Please, okay. Paul, we need to get some religion okay. in you. I, I don't care which one. It's frightened. Uh, Just go go with some religion. Hail Satan. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I probably shouldn't have seen that before. Yeah. yeah. No, probably that wouldn't be that good an idea. (laughs) Uh, We are going to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with a very, very special guest today. Uh, Our guest is an editor. His name's Greg D'Angelo. He got his start in radio. He's worked, uh, oh my God, like I'm I'm looking through, he's got a long ass bio. I'm excited to talk to him. Then let him, (laughs) let's him decide. Ones, which ones are the ones he wants to talk about? All right. So, I'm Summer Helene. Yeah. We are on with my co host, Paul Michael Boland, host of the Millers and Moderate. Uh, my house is a flaming disaster. We'll be right back after this.
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com if you are interested in real estate in america's largest city or anywhere be sure to listen for good morning new york real estate with vince rocco Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I am living my nightmare, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Modern, Paul Michael Bolin, and our very, very, very special guest, Greg D'Angelo. G'day, Greg. Welcome to the show. Hi. Happy uh, Good Friday. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Uh, How are yeah, you? Yeah, it's well. Boy, things have gotten weird since we're all in quarantine. Um, <laughs> things yeah. have gotten very strange. So we are. We're. You know what? We're alive and we're healthy. So we'll call that. We'll call that a win. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if Jesus now, were alive today, he'd be on lockdown, right? <laughs> oh, that's true. No, he'd he'd be able to just be going through, going. Yeah, I'm going to get to the corona off all yeah. Yeah, for some reason, I would think his carpentry business would be okay. I think I think that yeah. would survive it. Yeah, was that, is it that an essential it. work? Is that an essential skill? <laughs> is that an essential skill? I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. I sent my <laughs> I sent the cabinet in my living room to a carpenter to fix because I broke it, and he's still in business, so I'm grateful to him. Now, can you tell everyone all about yourself? We were going to go through your bio, and Paul made a good point. <clears throat> Every time we do it, we talk about the wrong stuff. Um, so tell oh, everyone what okay. they should know about you. Um, as far as my currently, like what I'm up to right now or just everything. Yeah. I've what done. are you up to currently? Tell everyone about yourself, who you are, where you come uh, from. Currently, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I started in LA. I was born and raised in uh, Glendale out there in the Valley. And, um, I got into uh, radio. My first job was with, uh, American top 40 with Casey Kasem, uh, in Hollywood there back in like 88. And after a while of being there, I got into um, DJing nightclubs around Southern California, Northern California as well. Um, and then I eventually moved to Arizona, DJed in nightclubs there, um, had a TV dance show 
that uh, we eventually did nationwide on the E Channel at one point. That lasted a couple what, of years. Um, what show was that? We did a lot of things. It was called uh, House Party USA, and it was on late at night, like uh, you know, early in the wee hours of the morning on like a Saturday night. Very cool. And we we would travel from nightclub to nightclub around the country, kind of like uh, MTV's The Grind back in the day, or um, okay. even kind of like uh, there was a David Tell you know, show, like, like Nightcrawler, that. or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've never, so, I've never really been a club guy, so, yeah. Talk nerdy to me, Paul. Right. You're getting it. <laughs> um, and then I've, I've done uh, some other things with, like, uh, private events, opening for bands like Cool and the Gang and uh, Smash Mouth as a, as a DJ. But then also I've done some video editing, um, currently editing a, a pilot for a TV dance show right now, which is funny because it's, that's uh, something I did 20 years ago, but everything comes around and, you know, it, what's old is new again, I guess, for a new generation. Um, oh, yeah. And then I also have an entertainment company out here in Vegas. Oh, cool. What kind of entertainment do you do? Um, well, I, we do anything from, like, DJing and casinos, private events, weddings, and then also film commercials, TV shows, promotional videos, for like Caesars Palace and other casinos as well, and... Um, I do numerous services for like trade shows or corporate events um, here in Las Vegas mostly, and then sometimes I'm in L.A. occasionally. Now, how are you holding up with uh, the quarantine and everything else going on? The, the social detox. Um, it's, it's, a, it's really, really strange. I, I normally work from home editing anyways during the week, but I do all most of my events at night, either on the weekends or sometimes during the middle of the week, and uh, I've been down to the strip and took some pictures of it being empty. It was, it's, it's eerie. Uh, it's like really? straight out of the movie. It's like out of, out of the movie. I am legend. Like you're the only one yeah. walking around. Why, really why can't we get all of the highway and road construction done now? Yeah. Money. Yeah, well, what's, what's highway. the old saying? Money's only good for the good that it can do. Um, so people are, you know, deciding, do we give the money to the people? Do we do construction projects? I mean, what do we decide on? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, roads would yeah, be nice. That's fair. Well, I think both. You know, we've always got construction projects going on. Now's a good time. But then again, the whole social distance thing, you can't really have crews working together. Yeah. That might be a problem. Yeah. There is that, well, but, yeah, you know, and it just seems like it'd be hurting, too. Pardon? I say just a lot of small I, businesses out here. The casinos will probably be fine, but there's a lot of small businesses where, like, you were saying, like, what do you do with the money? I was saying maybe uh, filter down some of that money to the uh, people that may not be employed here when they come back. Um, oh, I, I casinos are not going to be back right away. I completely agree. I think one of the things uh, my cousin said to me, and we were talking about it last week, is if you've got a few extra dollars, um, order in from, you know, that local restaurant that you want to keep in business. Spend your time um, trying to, again, money's only good for the good that it does. If you've got a few extra dollars, for God's sake, help. Um, and tip well to your yes. uh, delivery people at this point. So. 
Yeah, because they are ordered risking, out here. Yeah, they're risking their lives to do this. It's genuinely terrifying. Now, how is it in Vegas? You've said it looks like a ghost town. Um, in LA, people are kind of coming together, trying to be nice. Is yeah, good there? I've, I've been talking to some friends in LA, and some of them tell me that they're whenever they go shopping, they're like on their fourth or fifth store trying to find stuff. And I know I hear there's lines outside the uh, stores at almost mm-hmm. every location that my friends seem to go to. But out here, mm-hmm. I've never really had to deal with the lines. Um, I was kind of wondering. The lines are really only like happen in the morning. So, you know, when the okay. pres- when the new stuff comes in. So uh, I know they've been limiting people going in and out or the amount of people that they have in the store at one time. But, you know. but here's yeah. a little tip. You, know, you can find rubber gloves in the automotive section at most big box retailers, so they are out there. Well, that's good. I think the scariest we... thing... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, no worries. I, I was going to be worried there for a while if we were going to see a, like a big depletion in the grocery stores, but um, so far the lines of uh, distribution have been good. I mean, I, w- I would think they would have taken all the flights that come here and all the um, trucks that come here that bring tons and tons of food for a couple hundred thousand people staying on the strip every single day for all the buffets and everything else, the room mm-hmm. service, all the restaurants. I would think they would hopefully try and keep a lot of those distribution lines coming and they could supply all the grocery stores and restaurants on the outer, you know, off the strip with, with the mm. food. So maybe they are, maybe they're not, but at least we're not really seeing anything as far as a, a shortage except for, of course, in Toilet paper, toilet which paper. is like we're throwing currency now. Yeah. Well, they said hands, the big. Uh, they said the the biggest yeah. way, the easiest way to get toilet paper is to actually buy um, toilet paper meant for businesses, like industrial toilet paper. There is no shortage of industrial toilet paper. The reason there is a toilet paper shortage, I found this out. I was watching the news in Australia because they've got it too. Um, the reason that there is a toilet paper shortage is the kind of toilet paper we're buying and where we're using it. We used to spend a portion of our time at work in offices. So we were using that, you know, cheap industrial rolls of toilet paper. And so um, it's the home toilet paper there's been a boom in. But if you want to go buy those big rolls of toilet paper they ha- they use at grocery stores and things, easy. In there, they're, they're, they're your house the next day. I am so glad I stocked up because, my God, that stuff's like sandpaper. It, it is, but it's yeah. better than, like, nothing. <laughs> no. I, I got to admit, no. uh, while the, the hotels here, before they closed, um, I was doing an event like a couple days before they closed, but the toilet paper was already gone because there was the mass hysteria before the casino yeah. closed here. Um, I was at a casino doing an event, and I actually – took a toilet uh, roll of toilet paper from the men's room <laughs> with me. Was it one of those big ones that yeah, the size of like a high plate? You know, let's see. That's awesome. That's what you told me. It counts as a tip. Totally counts as a tip. My brother asked when <laughs> I said I'd do, uh, we're doing um, the, the, the Seda, and I asked him, he's like, can I bring anything? I was like, toilet paper. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Jesus. It's like I was offering cake. I was like, well, we need toilet paper. So, Bring that. Yeah, now yeah. now is the time to move that bidet out of your Amazon cart and into your home. So they're out of bidet. Like okay, so I've always they are. Had, they are. Yeah. I've always had like I grew up in a country, everyone used bidets. 
And when Americans would ask me why, you know, they'd come to my house, I've always had it, they'd ask me why. I'm like, if a bird poops on your arm, you don't take a receipt, wipe it off and go, look, it's clean. Um, so that, that was always my example. Well, I went to send my great aunt a roll of uh, a, a, a case of toilet paper. They sent her paper towels instead. So then I went to order her a bidet. It's not going to be there till next month. It's on back order. So I've just given up. I can't even, it's my great aunt. It's my mother's aunt. I can't even help her. Um, um, yeah, we're, we're this close to using that, 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 uh, uh, yeah, sprayer. Yeah, the kitchen sink, the one on the hose. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah. a bidet is a good investment. And, and just remember this, everyone. If a bird poos on your arm and you wipe it off with the receipt, if that's not clean, don't do it to your bottom. Yeah, I, I actually have a bidet. Okay, so you're you're. you're I mean, we all do here. here. I, I yeah. Just, when I'm my ex and I seashells. Your ex. When, when my ex and I broke up, she got the dog. I got the bidet. Solid. solid. You know what? Given given yeah, given the pandemic, you won. Um, normally, I'd say take the dog, but I think in this case, you won. Uh, wait, Paul, <laughs> was that a Demolition Man reference? Yes. Oh, yes, my God. That was, that was random. <laughs> um, so your girlfriend got <laughs> a, like... a lot online these days, but, you know, this such, such is the times we live. So people are trying to edit things. They're trying to put up their videos. The next big star is going to come off TikTok. I'm never wrong about this stuff. This is my job to predict all this junk. The next big star is going to come off TikTok. So I'm going to ask you, Greg, what do you think um, about what's the easiest way to learn to edit? Because I have people asking me this all the time. And my response is, oh, and apparently that's not very helpful. (laughs) Well, I mean, YouTube is amazing. Um, for tutorials, I mean, literally, YouTube has put out the how-to book type series for anything, how to fix your dishwasher, how to fix your garbage disposal, how to change oil in your car. Um, it's literally put all those how-to books and videos out of business because you can, you can find anything you want to, like, I've fixed my air conditioner uh, or cleaned it and, and changed out a, a, a canister of the Freon in that through a YouTube video. So same thing applies to like video editing. If you want to learn a lot about video editing, tons and tons of free tutorials on YouTube to just well, the guy on, just the, the guy I'm talking to on Twitter said, what if I'm really, really stupid? So, <laughs> so he's what if, if he's really dumb, not good at following, what is the easiest program to use? They chase something shiny around the backyard. Jeez. Okay. But actually, I could use an answer to this question myself. So. <laughs> Paul's like, tell me to. I like that. <laughs> well, I, I think for Mac, like iMovie is pretty, pretty basic. Um, I think it's so basic that I think they make a version for your phone. They do. It's super easy. Like drag and touch and, and you tell it where to cut edits and things and you can have multiple tracks where you can put an audio bed or music bed or anything, sound effects or vocals. Um, and that's on your phone. You could, you could use that, but final cut pro for Macintosh is not really that difficult. Then you start getting into other things like Adobe premiere, which for some can be easy, but if you're not technically savvy, it's, you'd probably want to start with maybe iMovie and then maybe bump up to final cut pro. I like that. Now for people that are trying to put together good TikTok videos, you do events, you've DJed, um, TikTok, I'm telling you, the next big star, Justin Bieber came off YouTube. The next one's coming off TikTok. 
Um, what suggestions yeah. would you would you make for people that are trying to put together unique videos to get attention? Um, anything Sorry, of these that's are Twitter of, questions. Interesting, different. Yeah, I mean, it's anything of that that is humor. You can never lose with humor, obviously, but uh, anything that's just eye catching and. and Try and do quick edits, maybe. Um, if you hold the camera for a long time, people in, in one shot, people tend to tune out if nothing's happening. Um, yeah, you want to grab people's attention right off the bat in any kind of social media video because uh, a lot of times they'll scroll by and they'll see it, but maybe not turn the audio on for it uh, unless it got, it got their attention and they want to see it because you only have a couple seconds to get their eyeballs uh, fixated on your stuff. I like that. Now, where can everyone find you on social media? Because we always get to the show and we miss the end of the show and we miss this. Um, so before we ask any more questions, where can everyone find you? Uh, I have an Instagram for the business. It's Elegant Entertainment Vegas is what you would type in to search me. And then on, I have my own website, ElegantLV.com for Las Vegas. That's pretty much it. I don't really get on Twitter or anything like that. Um, I try to do everything because most of what I do is visual. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I just, I never really got a Twitter account and I don't want to be distracted by it. So I, I just, I, st I stick with Instagram. That's a good way. Instagram's a good way to go. You should put up some tutorials on TikTok though on uh, how to DJ. People are at really actually looking for that. They're trying to learn new skills um, at home because mm -hmm. I've had people sending me videos like they're trying to learn to DJ and oh my God, they're bad. They're really, really bad. So someone telling them how to do it properly would probably be, <laughs> would probably be very popular. Um, now, why mm, DJ? How, well, how I, did you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I was going to say, if, if, if you want to learn like, uh, how to DJ and things, it's, it's not so much technique and everything like mixing skills and uh, stuff like that. That's, you can constantly try and hone your craft and become professional perfect at it um that's great and everything like that but in the bottom line it doesn't really matter how well you mix song from song to song it's more important about what comes out of your speakers and if you can program your format or the musical selections to women let's say if you're in the public arena not not doing it online but if you're out doing an event or a nightclub or anything like that you want to you want to cater your music format to women because wherever women are guys will follow that's really clever and also very, very true. We do that in movies. Like, well, how do we get the guys in? Take the top off. How do we get the girls in? Put in a cute guy. I promise we'll get the guys in. We can get in twice as many guys. Yep. We can get in twice as many guys. You can ask Paul. When we were doing a show about Fifty Shades of Grey, he quite valiantly went and watched the movie. He looked like a creeper. He wanted to bring that, yeah, a guy sitting by himself in that movie. Yeah, I wasn't going to sit down and anything to anybody. They're all clutching their purses and freaking, you know, I, it's been a while since I've gotten pepper spray, but I'm sure it's still annoying. So. Now, what would you want to say to anyone that wants to get into the entertainment industry, get into what you're doing? What, what advice would you have for them? Because mm, I do, I wear a couple different hats. So um, I would start off with, being passionate about one thing and eventually, you know, if you become successful at it or, or if you get tired of it, then move on to something else. Um, but 
but hone your skills in one craft first. Um, don't try to do multiple things uh, because then you'll probably end up just being average at both or multiple things. If you, if you decide to uh, maybe pick one, maybe it's DJ, maybe it's editing, maybe it's being in front of the camera. Um, just try to get really, really, really good at the one thing that you want to be passionate the most about. And then uh, networking. Networking is incredibly huge. Um, I'm sure you've seen in your industry, as I've definitely seen Mm -hmm. out here in Las Vegas, uh, some people that are maybe not like the best in what they're doing, but they have a lot of gigs or they have a lot of job offers because they network and they they hustle. And they, they may just be an average talent, not, not really anything too, too great, but they're, you know, they get by. And, but they have a lot of events because they work their contacts. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I constantly tell people it's not necessarily the best actors that get work. It's the actors that are easy to work with. And if you're easy to work with, Hollywood will work with you. Um, people like to yeah, work with and, people that are yeah. easy to work with. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like, is Pauly D the best DJ out there? No. A lot of work because he, he made uh, himself you know, popular in another medium. But, yep. Or like use Tiesto. Is Tiesto, yeah, he makes probably the most money. Is he the best DJ? Not in my opinion. Are the Kardashian, Kardashians the best actresses? No, but they make, they make a lot of money and a lot of people watch them. Well, their mother is brilliant. Really brilliant. Yeah, she's... She, she, Brilliant. she has done a lot for them. Yeah, you, you take girls that can do nothing and you do this with them, God bless you. But I, I, she is, she's the Kardashian, I'm, or the Jenna, she's the person I'm most impressed with, is, um, is, sure. is the mum. She's, she's brilliant. But Chris Jenna, um, but the Kardashian's popularity is going down now that, you know, we're all trapped inside. You think people will be watching it, but they're not. They're wanting less drama. Shows like, you know, Simply Good News or um, just just people being really chill is what's really popular right now. I think because there's so much chaos. And comedy's through the Sure. Music. Yeah. And, and probably, yeah, times like this, I remember in 9-11, people wanted to start laughing again or, or thinking about yep. positive things and, and being surrounded by things that took their mind off of, you know, sad things or the reality in which we were all living in at the time. Um, people, like you said, they, they find things that uh, make them feel good in times of despair or, or, you know, chaos or the unknown in which we're sitting in now. Yeah. There are a lot of guys putting out um, music mixes and things they're making and sticking up on TikTok and YouTube that are really popular just because they're fun. I mean, everyone wants to have a dance party at home. Uh, we are coming yeah. to the end of the show. We have like one minute left. Is there anything you guys want to say? To, anything you want to say to the audience before we get done? Um, well, hopefully uh, everybody's taking care of themselves and and practicing the social distancing and and uh, keeping themselves busy and getting things done that they haven't uh, been able to get done in time. Spending time with their family. Um, don't take things for granted, and it's like we all do from time to time. Um, you know, hopefully. Eventually, when this lifts, we can all come out of our caves, and and I don't know how it's going to affect us uh, embracing people right away or shaking hands or hugging or anything like that, but um, try to stay positive, and as soon as we can uh, get through this, start being reciprocal. Turn, like Spend money if you can, and local businesses it will all come back to you. 
um, we got to get the economy going back again because that's going to be the next hurdle that we get through. I agree. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that was Greg D'Angelo. Greg, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to try and talk you back into coming on again when I am uh, less frazzled. <laughs> thank you, of course, to my co-host, <laughs> host of The Militant Moderate, Paul and, Michael Bolin. And stay the home, people. Stay the fuck home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so please... Wash your hands. Uh, we're live streaming a Seder tonight. If you want to join us on TuneIn BTS, like I said, we're doing a 24-7 live stream. It's just mundane things. It's us folding laundry. But if you're home alone, it's some company. I'm no, it's not just you holding laundry. It's Alex throwing stuff around and you yelling at her. So okay, there, that's, that's part of it, too. There's, there's very little drama, though. I'm Summer Helene. She just got, like... <laughs> and whips and stuff. She's kind of, yeah, she's a dominatrix. It's kind of weird. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Boland. Our very special guest, Greg D'Angelo. Thank you for tuning in and joining us. Be safe, wash your hands, and we'll see you next week. Good night. Oh, happy Easter. Happy Passover. Shabbat Shalom. I don't know what these things are. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.